Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is presented by TD Ameritrade. When it comes to investing education, one size doesn't fit all. TD Ameritrade helps you learn, whether you're just starting out or an elite trader. Choose from articles, videos, webcasts, and more. Visit tdameritrade.com education. The Iran Hacks, Cybersecurity Experts Feared, May Be Here, by Lily Hay Newman. In May, President Donald Trump announced that the United States would withdraw from the 2015 nuclear agreement, negotiated by the Obama administration, designed to keep Iran from developing or acquiring nuclear weapons. As part of that reversal, the Trump administration reimposed economic sanctions on Iran. From the start, The U.S. actions stoked tensions and fear of Iranian retaliation in cyberspace. Now, some see signs that the pushback has arrived. Iranian state-sponsored hacking never stopped entirely. It has continually targeted neighbors in the Middle East and often focused on the energy sector. But while concrete attribution remains elusive, a wave of recent digital attacks has led some security analysts to suggest that Iranian state-sponsored hackers may have revamped up their digital assaults against the U.S. and Europe as well. If you look at these groups, they're not hacking for money. What they're doing is very much nation-state motivations, says Eric Chian, a fellow in Symantec's Security Technology and Response Division. So if we continue to see some sort of geopolitical issues in the Middle East, you're definitely going to see continued attacks. If those geopolitical issues start to get resolved, then you'll see it go back to background noise. It's very reactionary, and very much related to what's going on in the geopolitical world. The most direct potential tie to Iran comes from a new wave of attacks utilizing a variant of the famously destructive virus called Shamoon. Known for its use in the 2012 attack on the Saudi Arabian state-backed oil company Saudi Aramco, Shamoon attempts to exfiltrate, wipe, and neuter servers and PCs it infects, 
giving attackers access to a target's information while wreaking havoc on their systems. One of the victims so far was the Italian oil company, Sapem. The company says that it will be able to recover from the incident without losing data, but would not say who it suspects was behind the attack. Saudi Aramco is a large Sapem customer. Researchers who have tracked Shamoon for years say that the new variant has similarities to its predecessors, which were attributed to Iranian state-sponsored hackers. This doesn't definitively mean that the new malware was created by the same actor, but so far analysts say that the new Shamoon attacks recall past assaults. The actors behind Shamoon have this sort of habit of going away with years even in between, and then suddenly showing up again, Chian says. And when they show up, they hit a handful of organizations on a scale you can count on your fingers, all at the same time. And then they sort of disappear again. This tracks with Sapem's public comments about the incident, as well as Symantec research that indicates Shamoon hit two other gas and oil industry organizations the same week, one in Saudi Arabia and another in the United Arab Emirates. Researchers at the security firm Anomaly also analyzed a new Shamoon sample that may be from a second wave of attacks. And analysts at the threat intelligence firm CrowdStrike say they have even seen evidence of multiple recent victims. Recent Shamoon activity is a continuation of the malware's resurgence in 2016 and 2017, according to CrowdStrike Vice President Adam Myers. But while the previous iterations of Shamoon was more of a static tool for exfiltrating and wiping data, a new version emerged in 2016 that could be modified to have different combinations of functionality. It could be customized to encrypt and overwrite files, destroy the boot device, wipe attached hard drives, destroy the operating system, or wipe special prioritized files. CrowdStrike sees the recent attacks as leveraging that flexibility, rather than representing a new generation of the malware, which it says strengthens the link to Iran. Other firms have called the malware used in these latest attacks Shamoon 3, suggesting that it is instead a next-generation variant that may or may not have originated with Iranian hackers. One of the challenges of assessing Shamoon incidents has always been the lack of visibility into how hackers deploy the virus on a target system. They generally seem to appear out of nowhere and drop the malware without leaving much of a trace how they first got on the network and expanded their access. Simintex Chien says, There is some evidence that other, related groups may be harvesting credentials and other information from targets in advance, then passing them to the Shamoon group for easy entry. Elsewhere, a prominent hacking group known as Charming Kitten has ramped up its activities as well. Often tied to Iran, Charming Kitten is known for aggressive, targeted phishing campaigns that aim to gather as many login credentials as possible. The group is more consistently active than the attackers behind Shamoon, but still cycles through quieter periods followed by periods of increased action. The British security firm CERTFA published findings last week on probable charming kitten attacks against U.S. Treasury officials, Washington, D.C. think tanks, a favorite charming kitten target, diplomatic groups, and others. Iran has targeted the West before and will continue to do so, CrowdStrike's Myers says. Certainly visibility into some of the groups that are responsible for enforcing sanctions against Iran, like the Treasury, that's going to be within their interest, and things that they would want to target. Still, the landscape remains complicated. The latest charming kitten activity hasn't been definitively attributed to Iran, as Symantex Chian points out, and other hackers that seem to be active right now, like the group APT33, have previously been linked to Iran, 
but haven't been visible enough in recent months for analysts to be sure about the origin of the new initiatives. Plus, researchers are still debating the intent behind the most recent Shamoon attacks. For some groups, a lot of the evidence of a link to Iran looks at victim profiles, and it's basically every country in the Middle East except Iran, Jan says. And definitely Saudi Arabia seems to always be in that mix as a target. So that type of thing is not a hard link in itself. But if you just look at the Shamoon activity alone, you could say Iranian hacking is up. All of it paints an admittedly muddled picture, but researchers say that one thing is clear. Regardless of where exactly the attacks are coming from, analysts who predicted a spike in Iranian hacking of some sort are now getting one. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.